Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome along to Writer's Routine. It's our bonus by episode, a little chunk just the routine. Uh, this week, it's with Jeffrey Deaver, who came on the show a few years ago. He's published over 40 novels, a crime, a behemoth. Uh, at the time, he was here to talk about The Never Game, which introduced a brand new character, the enigmatic investigator Coulter Shaw. Now, we talk about how his working day varies throughout the year, uh, also why he's anxious about getting back to work. And the interesting thing, he doesn't write... Uh, an actual word of his proper novel over a year in the first eight months. We talk about why that is. Now, his novels, they're not like lauded works of... He'll be the first to say to him, they aren't lauded works of art. They're intricate puzzles. They're fun. They're games for the reader. And in the main episode, we talk about how he builds them. Actually, I, I will really urge you to listen for the full episode with Jeffrey if you haven't heard it yet. I mean, simply for the description of his writing space... It is comprehensive. Uh, We could have done a full-length show just on that. So go and find it wherever you normally get your podcasts from. If you enjoy this episode, if it gives you any amount of inspiration to help your writing day, you can always just send a little bit to us over at patreon.com forward slash writer's routine. A little goes a very long way, I promise. And give us a follow on Twitter. We are at writerspod there. And you can always get in touch with the show at writersroutine.com. And now let's get into it with Jeffrey Diva and just his routine. My working day varies depending on um, category three, where I am in the process, because the process, my year-long process varies significantly. Um, so what I will, will do is tell you, pick, just pick an average day, um, to sort of get my, my physical routine of where I am and what I'm doing. Uh, Because when we talk about point three, then we'll see that um, in, say, March, I do sit down and do one thing. April, um, May, June, October, I do something very different, even though I'm sitting at the same desk or in the same plane and so forth. But my typical day is um, uh, wake up early, 7 o'clock, so uh, feed my dogs, because they require feeding, Um, feed myself, uh, they get the food first. I'll, I'll let them out to do their, their doggy business. 
And then I uh, sit down, go to the uh, homepage of my computer, which is the New York Times, uh, see what the American government has got itself up to now, which has got to be, of course, uh, some other type of chaos. That's 10 minutes or so. And then I start uh, start to work. I'm at my desk. Um, it, it could vary from six hours to 18 hours. It's not really a question of, um, again, the inspiration. At this age, I'm 69 years old, well, soon to be 69 uh, it's harder to sit still than it used to be when I was young. I like to get a little bit of exercise, so I go out for a walk. That takes part of the day. But I am um, pretty much tethered to my uh, computer uh, doing research, uh, writing the book itself. At, at a certain level of uh, publishing, and I don't mean uh, a hierarchy, I mean uh, by virtue of the fact that I have many books out, uh, 40 novels, about 80 short stories, uh, those books are in various uh, permutations. For instance, um, there is going to be a remake. Or it's not a remake. It's an original TV series based on the Bone Collector book. That was the movie, of course. Now it's going to be an NBC TV pilot. Well, one of my, my typical writing day would be interrupted by doing press about that. I'd get calls about interviews. And I might write those down in email, or I might uh, actually talk to a journalist about it. I have um, publishers around the world, about 30 or 40 publishers. They are bringing books out at different times. Um, uh, in other words, a, a book that, of mine that was published uh, five years ago in America and the UK is now being published for the first time. In uh, it, it could be uh, the Czech Republic or Russia or wherever, have to talk to the agent and the uh, often the translator about that. So little uh, business things uh, intervene. At the end of the day, um, I have a partner. She and I um, have several houses, and so we uh, are often together, but often we're not, and that's uh, that's worked out very well for both of us. Um, I will. Uh, have a, a bite of dinner and usually get back to the computer during dinner. I would like to see what is uh, going on in the the world of culture. That means what's going on in Breaking Bad. The latest uh, sequel to that is Better Call Saul. Oh, fascinating! What else is on Netflix? What else is on TV? I I watch some TV, not very much. I uh, actually found that when I watch a show, or a movie, or read a book, I get anxious about getting back to my own work. Uh, you don't get into this business without loving books, and I've read how many, 100,000 books or so in, during the course of my life, but I, um, I want to get back to doing what I do. So if I'm uh, at home by myself, get back to the computer and work all over again, uh, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, it's uh, quitting time, time for bed, and then uh, things starts all over again the next day. Variation on time is largely because of other things I have to do in my life, because one does need to get his or her car registered, for instance. I travel a great deal. I have as an avocation, Madeline, my partner and I, we uh, breed and show uh, dogs. Uh, we do the, in America, we do the, like the Crufts type of showing you have here. Uh, so I will occasionally go to dog shows and I may have to uh, pick up my dog from the groomer, uh, get the dog ready to go to a, uh, a dog show. So that would be a six hour day. Um, uh, the uh, 12 or 18 hour days are when uh, nothing else is going on in my life. I have a deadline coming up and I sit down, roll up my sleeves and get to work. And I'm, I'm an author that um, uh, I think this is very important 
for uh, any listeners out there, and I suspect there are some who do want to be writers, that you never, ever miss a deadline. That's period. There's just no, no two ways about it. Um, you can negotiate deadlines with your editor, but if you have a set deadline, you meet it, and that might be an 18-hour day. So what's the secret to that then? Is it that you you know how much you need to get done per day? Have you, I mean, we'll come to this later when we talk about the whole year, but do you figure out how long a Jeffrey Diva book needs to be? I don't know, say 100,000 words, then you figure out how much that is a day. I've spoken to some authors who do do that. Yes, and uh, you know, it's <clears throat> when I teach my courses in writing, I tell my students, whatever works for you works. It's a very subjective thing. I have a very um, uh, specific routine in crafting a book, it works for me. I've developed that over the years, as one of your uh, one of your uh, questions alluded to. But the the reason it's difficult for me to answer that question is that I, I no, I don't go by word count. But um, we'll talk about this more in a minute, I'm sure. But I do a very extensive outline, and that takes a huge portion of the year. All I do is the outline. So I I, I don't I don't have a word count with the outline. I don't hold myself to a standard. I say, what am I going to get done during the course of this, uh, in the case of doing the outline, eight months? And per day, um, all I know is by the end of that eight months, a hundred, roughly 110 to 150-page outline has to be finished. And I, um, I sit down and do that uh, during the eight months. And then I realize, okay, I've got the outline, maybe noodle with it a little bit, and then uh, sit down and write the actual book itself. Do you see why? It, 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 it be, with the outline, it kind of skews the writing process that most authors have because I do not write a word of prose for eight months. I do not put together the book for eight months. It's all a schematic, uh, basically an engineering diagram of the book from start to finish. And that is it for this week's Random Routine, the bite-sized chunk with Jeffrey Deaver. You can catch up on the full episode right now wherever you get your podcast from. It's from a few years ago. Scroll back on your feed and you will find it. Now, a little later on Friday this week, we're chatting to the West End actor turned writer Hayley Doyle all about her new love story. It's uplit. It's called Love Almost. That is on Friday, so make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts from. In the meantime, you can always support us at patreon.com forward slash writersroutine and get in touch at writersroutine.com. And I will see you Friday with Hayley Doyle on the show. Until then, bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 